Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Genesis chapter twenty-eight, the Jesus connection, Jacob's ladder. Jacob had received the blessing from his father, but he has no time to rejoice in the blessing. He is now facing a series of stressful and difficult situations. His brother wants to kill him. He is about to leave home for the first time, and on top of all this, he needs to find a wife. But before he leaves home, his father gives him one more blessing to carry him on his journey. Genesis chapter twenty-eight, verses one to nine. So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him. Then he commanded him. Do not marry a Canaanite woman. Go at once to Padan Aram, to the house of your mother's father Bethuel. Take a wife for yourself there from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and increase your numbers until you become a community of peoples. May He give you and your descendants the blessing given to Abraham, so that you may take possession of the land where you now reside as a foreigner, the land God gave to Abraham. Then Isaac sent Jacob on his way, and he went to Padan Aram to Laban, son of Bethuel the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and had sent him to Padan Aram to take a wife from there, and that when he blessed him, he commanded him, "Do not marry a Canaanite woman." And that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and gone to Padan Aram. Esau then realized how displeasing the Canaanite women were to his father Isaac, so he went to Ishmael and married Mahalath, the sister of Nebaioth, and daughter of Ishmael, son of Abraham. In addition to the wives he already had, Jacob leaves home. Jacob obeyed, and he left home. He went as far as he could on one day, and then stopped to sleep. This might have been a stressful time. Alone, leaving home, pressure of finding the right wife, and the knowledge that his twin brother wants to kill him. If you were in Jacob's situation, would you sleep easily on a rock? Genesis chapter twenty-eight, verses ten to eleven. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. Maybe in this moment, God seemed very, very far away, laying down in the wilderness, looking at all of the stars in the sky. Jacob might have felt very, very small. God might have seemed very, very distant. But then Jacob had a dream, and God came very, very close. Jacob's dream. In Jacob's dream, he had a vision, and he heard God's voice. The vision was of a ladder resting on earth, which stretched to heaven. Angels were on the ladder, going up and down. Above the ladder was God. Genesis chapter twenty-eight, 
verses 12 to 15. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth, with its top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Does this sound familiar? This is exactly what God had promised Abraham, exactly what God had promised Isaac, and now he is promising Jacob. This is the first time God personally spoke to Jacob. Earlier, Isaac passed the blessing to Jacob, but now God himself is pronouncing the blessing to Jacob. In Jacob's time of great need, God speaks directly to him. Have you ever walked through a difficult situation, but during the time you seem to hear God's voice more clearly than ever before? Have you ever desperately needed encouragement, and at the right time God comforted you and gave you a special Bible verse? Jacob's Ladder Jacob sees God is not distant and far away, but he can be reached by a ladder. This is the way to get to heaven. Climb up the ladder. What is the ladder? Why was there a ladder in Jacob's dream? What is the connection between heaven and earth? This seems like a mysterious dream. Many years later, when Jesus walked the earth, he helped explain the story of Jacob's ladder. Jesus said to one of his newest disciples, Nathanael, John chapter 1, verse 51. He then added, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Jesus is the ladder. Jesus is the connection between earth and heaven. There is no way human beings can reach heaven on our own. We are not good enough. There are some religions which teach if you are a good enough person, you can reach heaven and you can reach God. But as Christians, we know we will never be good enough for heaven. God knows Jesus is perfect. He is good enough. And Jesus came down to earth to live among us. Jesus brought heaven to earth. He showed us how to live God's way. He pointed us to the Father. The ladder comes down to heaven and reach to reach earth. Holy in heaven. The ladder in Jacob's dream connected earth to heaven. Through the ladder of Jesus Christ, Jesus can take us to heaven. But in order to go to heaven, we must be perfect, holy. Are you perfectly holy? Maybe you're a pretty good person, but are you perfectly holy? I am not. Heaven is a perfectly holy place. God is perfectly holy. There can be no sin there. If there were sin in heaven, would you want to go? No. So how can I become perfectly holy and ready for heaven? I have to be washed clean. I have to be forgiven. This is what Jesus has done for us. He has taken all of my sins, everything that separates me from God, everything that breaks my relationship with God. He takes this sin onto himself and Jesus assumes my guilt and was sacrificed on the cross. We know that Jesus died and three days later he rose from the dead. He paid the price for my sins and he now offers me the free gift of forgiveness. I can receive his gift and now Jesus makes a way for me to be holy. 
and I'm accepted into heaven. In this way, Jesus is the ladder between the earth and heaven. He is the connection for me to have a home in heaven. Without Jesus, there's no way I could step foot in heaven. Jesus is our ladder. Jacob's response. After this dream, what was Jacob's reaction? Genesis chapter 28, verses 16 to 22. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel, though the city used to be called Luz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household, then the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Jacob had holy fear. He respected God and acknowledged God's presence. He didn't say, wow, what a weird dream. I wonder what that meant. No, he knew God was there. He believed the place was like the house of God. So he calls the area Bethel. He makes a vow to follow God and to give God 10% of all he has. How shall we respond? God's promises do not change. God will connect with his people directly. You do not have to depend on another person's faith, such as the the faith of another Christian brother or sister. You can have a direct connection to God yourself, and often it is in the difficult times we feel God's presence the closest. Jacob did not need to just depend on his father, Isaac's faith, or his grandfather, Abraham's faith. God spoke directly to Jacob and made a way for Jacob to know God, to be blessed and have a forever connection with God in heaven. Have you had a personal connection with God? Or do you depend on the faith of those around you? Jacob was in a place all alone, with no family member there by his side, when he was sleeping on a rock. It was God himself who came to Jacob with his blessing, encouragement, and personal connection. God extends himself to you today. He desires a connection with you. Thanks for having some spiritual waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. 期待你再次回来。We love ya. 我们爱你哟。